Hey, hello, and welcome to Show and Tell. Thanks so much for your patience. I had a whole workstation crash right before the show started, so uh, we're starting a couple minutes late. Uh, but we have a whole bunch of great projects uh, that people are going to show, great people with great projects. So without further ado, we're going to jump in and check in with Jay. Hey. hey Jay. Going? Uh, pretty good. Can't complain. So today I have showing... I've been working on these wing shoes for a while, and this is like the prototype. And recently they just broke. <laughs> I took them out um, to try like walking around with them and stuff, and the back part fell off. So oh. I've had some like issues with them, but luckily I'm remaking them. So these are like a smaller version. Oops, kind of bright. It's really a smaller version that will hopefully work this time. So I'm hoping to have this done by at least this weekend. Excellent. And those are to remind me, are those two attached to your shoes? Yeah, these are going yeah. to be attached to my shoes. Yeah. I found a cool way of making it work, but it's going to be a kind of a surprise that I think people are going to like. Ooh. All right. So that's pretty much all I'm working on and a small little AI thing. So that's pretty much all I have going on for me right now. Uh, hey, Minecraft, can you give me a wave? Let's see if it actually I'm works. I'm afraid I can't do that. Apparently, it can't do that. So. <laughs> it's not allowed. <laughs> it's learning. It's learning. But yeah, that's that's all I have going on for me right now is me trying to get these really cool projects out because I'm really hoping to get it done, um, right. hopefully by the end of the month. Oh, be good. Well, yeah. Best of luck with that. And uh, we've just we've all got a little bit of Project Gremlins happening today. I think so. Uh, yeah. best of luck <laughs> moving forward from that. Thanks, Jay. We'll see you next time. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Next up, we've got Dan on deck. And Dan's screen. Hi, Dan. Hello. Um, let me just, um, great. All right. So I'm just going to show you something that's sort of just, we just started on, or I just started on. Uh, we have um, we have all these chips that do Wi-Fi. And um, the ESP32-S2 does Wi-Fi. We've been using it as an HTTP client a lot. So people make requests to places, but we actually haven't used it at a web, as a web server. We had that with our airlift boards, but we didn't have it with the ESP32-S2. So I wrote a simple version of an HTTP server library. And right now it's running on um, this uh, ESP32-S2 uh, TFT. And I only made it in a TFT so you could see what the what, what IP address had decided to use. But it could just as well run on the Cutie Pie ESP32 mm -hmm. S2. So very tiny web server if you wanted. And um, there's a library. I'll put a link in the chat later. It's Adafruit Circuit Python HTTP server, which is in GitHub. You can find it there. So Great. this this what you see here is the code for um, a simple web server that's just going to return the temperature. And the server has uh, routing. That's kind of a jargon that's used for HTTP servers. Like you give it a URL and URL slash temperature does something. In this case, it's going to call microcontroller.temperature oh, wow. and convert it to a string. And so it's running right now. And um, I could just refresh it. And it tells me the CPU temperature. Mm -hmm. It's pretty tiny there, 24. I'll make it bigger. Oh, I can't make it. Can I make this bigger? Yeah. There we are. All right. Great. All right. So that's interesting. Great. That's very and that's very simple. Let me change it to run a different program, um, which was just going to serve up files. So just the, your basic file server. 
and that's even simpler. It's just, in this case, we route slash to be index.html, which is the top of some website. So let's do that. Uh -huh. Smaller, we <laughs> look at the right size. That's great. All right. So this is a word game that you probably have heard of and oh, are yeah. out loud. But it actually it's just some JavaScript and some other a few other files. And you we snarfed it off of a website that was bought by a large media company recently. Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't want to use this one and it works, you know, we could we could type into this or whatever you want. All right. So by the way, if you want different versions of this word game, there are like a thousand of them on. There's so many out there. <laughs> so, so, so look around. So just go ahead. That's all I have to show. If you want to build a yeah. simple HTTP server with an ESP32-S2 in CircuitPython, right. this is how you can do it. That's great. And to be clear, uh, for, for people who might not know, you have the uh, JavaScript or the Java for this uh, word game right on that feather board and you're serving it up from that feather board. Right, this, oh, right. Okay. this word game, the JavaScript for it is in here. It's not talking to anything else on the internet. Yeah, It could be, it's perfectly local. The person who wrote this wrote it as a single JavaScript file, a large uh, one. And one question I have is, uh, will, will you also be able to connect to that uh, feather directly as an access point or is it currently working just as long as you're on the same network with it? Um, it's on it's on Wi-Fi, so it's on my local network, right. 192.168.168 mm. network. Uh, and could it be configured so that you could connect directly to the Feather in the absence of any other Wi-Fi, like set up a little ad hoc network uh, using the Feather itself? Can that? Is that possible? Uh, I have not tried that. Okay. Yeah, but that's an interesting possibility, right? It's going through it's going through my router right now. Yeah, because yeah. then you could be the Pied Piper of a free word game that's been acquired by the gray lady and, and give it right. back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. This is great. Very exciting. And uh, I think I'm going to be working on a guide that does, uh, I think, both an Arduino version that exists that I think Lamore worked on. And then hopefully I'll be able to work with you to add uh, the CircuitPython uh, version as well. So we'll have it uh, sort of type okay. do a neat tutorial right. in the future. Great. And that's the whole code. Okay. All right. Great. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Dan. This is terrific. All right. Bye. Bye. -bye. All right. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have uh, Scott, who's been hanging out over here. Hey, Scott. Hello. I was just wondering if you were going to call on me next. I was like, oh, I better, I better pick up my project. <laughs> uh, so this is not code that I've actually written. Uh, somebody else came up with it, but this is a demo that I got working, which uses the PIO peripheral of the RP2040, which is programmable IO uh, to do USB host, which is pretty exciting. So what I've got here is I've got a Feather RP2040 and then dangling off of it is just like our USB socket, USB-A socket. Um, so first what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna plug the Feather in mm -hmm. and we should maybe see, yeah connected at least. And then what I've got here is an old, well, a mouse. <laughs> and so I'm going to plug the mouse in to here and hopefully it works like that. And yeah. now we can see that it found the mouse. And if I click yeah. it, 
it's okay. reading the HID reports for that. So it's really cool. It's it's of course the serial terminal is going over the existing USB. So the the cool thing about this is that it allows you to do both USB host and USB device at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, so oh, we're looking at getting support for that in CircuitPython, and oh, I'm going to collaborate with Tack on that. Hopefully, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I've I've the only time I've really run into this before has been on like Teensy three. Eight or three nine and four two. I think there were a couple of teensies that had a USB host, right? And and they got really popular in some of like the synthesizer mm -hmm. MIDI world because people wanted to plug stuff into uh, you know a microcontroller and then do other stuff. So right, right. It's like uh, with this, we should be able to do a similar sort of thing on on any of the uh, RP twenty forty based boards, huh? Yeah, and I think uh, I I may actually start working on the teensy the IMX chips on the teensy four. Mm -hmm. um, while I think I'm going to try to hand off this work to Tack and tackle a while with it. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, really? it's going to be cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for showing that and uh, keep us posted on the progress with that. And let us All right, we'll do. Ask things. Thanks, Scott. Yep. All right. Uh, next up, we've got Todd Bot. Todd. Hello. <laughs> Good to see you. So I've been working on a project using the uh, KB2040. The uh, how do you make this? Here we go. The uh, the the uh, Arduino Pro Micro Format um, RP2040 board, and this is a little MIDI keyboard, so you can like you know. Um, yeah. I don't know if you can hear the audio for that. Sounds great. But uh, yeah, but you know, it's also got LEDs because you have to have LEDs. Um, but then also, it is standalone. So if I plug it into a little USB battery pack here. That was, uh, that was triggering a, a MIDI device on a laptop. Um, this is totally standalone. And um, this is actually triggering samples uh, on the RP2040 itself. So you can do things like. Yeah. Anyway. Excellent. So, also with LEDs. And uh, yeah, so I've got, um, oops, it's all on GitHub. This is the little circuit board. It uses standard key switch sockets and uh, the RP2040 just plugs into it. That's super cool. And you're, you're <laughs> doing this on, uh, this is in CircuitPython and you, you were telling me one of the tricks here is the audio mixer uh, library allows you to, to get really quick response because the files are kind of always all playing, right? And you're just mixing their levels with the keys? Uh, uh, in, in, in this case, I'm actually playing them in, like I'm actually doing the open WAV file, opening sure. the file. Um, and uh, it's just, ah. CircuitPython is fast enough because I think, I don't know what it's doing. It's mapping, like like Scott can, can answer this, why it's so fast. I didn't think this would actually work. But every, every time you press a key, it's actually opening the file, reading it, starting a, an audio object. Uh-oh, Scott's in line. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I think it, essentially this is why wave files are great, right? Is that there's not a lot of pre-processing you have to do with a wave yeah, file. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I assume if these were MP3s, stuff. there'd be a lot of lag yeah. because it has to build up the buffer or something. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. But um, but yeah, but it's it, like it's like like this is this is a, this is a drum kit down here, and it's it's pretty fast, you know. And each yep. one of those is is opening the wave file, reading it, and so yeah. on. So, That's oh great. yeah, and, 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 and the sounds you're hearing is this little battery powered speaker. So uh -huh. this is fully self-contained little sample player thing. You can like, you know, stick in your book bag and take it to Way school. Cool. <laughs> Way cool. Please put the, uh, the link in uh, Discord. Uh, oh, totes, yeah. 
Uh, but anyway, that's my project. Love it. Thank God. <laughs> See you. All right. Way cool. Uh, let's see. Next up, we're going to bring on uh, Make It Hacken. Howdy. Hello, world. Can you hear me? We hear you really well. Awesome. Uh, so tonight, I'm going to show off my telephone ringer. Yay. I'm sure you're going to like this, John. So oh, uh, me and my friend uh, got together probably about a month ago, and we decided to try and make a telephone ring. So um, from from breadboard to circuit board, uh, this is where we're at. So I'm having it run off uh, the Adafruit Feathers. It's been tested on ESP8266, uh, M0 Express, RP2040, and a 32U4. Right. And um, yeah, so this demo, you can either, uh, I got it since I have the ESP8266, I'm hooked up to Adafruit IO right now. So let me just refresh and then I'm going to click this button here. Yeah. Um, and so I have a like an American ring style and then I have these buttons here to do other rings. So um, the British version actually doesn't work on this phone because it's like something with like the frequency mm -hmm. of uh, the ring, but that's oh, cool. the British ring. Um, and then yeah, so the the power goes from the either the USB or the battery into this uh, XL6019 boost converter, boosts it up to about 40 volts, mm -hmm. and then it goes into an Adafruit 8871 uh, motor controller, uh, which um, switches it up to a, a square waveform mm -hmm. uh, uh, volts AC into the phone. So um, it's about forty dollars total for the bomb. Oh, and wow. I'll be dropping the link for the GitHub in the chat. It'll be evolving over time, but um, this is so great, yeah. and uh, I'm really excited about this because I've been want I've got a few phones that I've been wanting to ring them, and yeah. I looked at what kind of exists out there. I didn't find any open source projects. There's a uh, there's a circuit you'll see that's been in magazines, and then there's a couple companies who sell things mostly for people who are doing stage props because this happens all the time right. theaters need to ring phones and so they spend about 150 bucks to get this mm -hmm. little you know uh circuit in a box to, so that they can do it uh and yours is way more advanced honestly the fact that you're doing wi-fi to it and yeah and, the, and, and it runs off a battery which i think is is pretty awesome Great. um the you know the battery may not last depending on what size you have or whatever but um yeah so i'll i'll drop the link in the chat and uh yeah this is so great and did you build this because you just wanted to or did you have a, a, a purpose in mind for it um just wanted to actually um i don't know if you've ever heard of these bargain bin stores it's like where people return amazon products and okay. i got like nine of these phones oh, and i was great. like they were a dollar each and i was like what can i do with this and i, yeah. and I was thinking like i want to try and ring this and then That's um cool. i saw you started to do your project stuff and i was yeah. like oh this is this is cool let me see it's such can... a cool it's yeah. a really interesting uh little world there of, of stuff with these phones a lot mm -hmm. in them so thank you for tackling the ring ringing yep. part because yeah. I was... <laughs> the other cool part is um it actually provides when you press the buttons it makes you know the dtmf tones and stuff like that too so Okay, so you're powering the phone enough to do those? Is that how yeah. That, yeah, oh, that's great. The only thing is uh, with the old phones, it seems like it takes more watts to, okay. to ring it. So that's why I think the British ring doesn't doesn't work on okay. these. Interesting. Um, but yeah. Great job. Thank you for bringing that by. And I'm, I'm very excited that you're sharing this uh, with the world so we can all ring our, our old phones. Appreciate it. You're welcome.
All right, take care. Way cool. Very excited about that. Uh, all right, let's bring on Zap Wizard. He's been waiting patiently. Hey, Zap Wizard. Howdy, folks. Audio good? Sounds great. Uh, so this is a project that I've been working on for a while now, and it's got a heck of a lot of Adafruit in it. Um, so if you want to pull up my desktop, this is my uh, Radiation King radio from Fallout uh, 3 and Fallout 4. Ooh. Uh, so this is the mechanical design that I've been working on various parts. It's going to have some fake vacuum tubes. Cool. Uh, but the brunt of it is going to be a Raspberry Pi Pico, Raspberry Pi Zero. Um, and then some of the unique things that I'm using in here is, and I'll actually switch off to my uh, camera here and turn this guy first off. And hopefully the audio will come across. Ah. Should all be copyright free. So I'm using an AirCore motor, and I'm using Pi Game. Let's see if it, hopefully it's loud enough. Yeah, sounds good. And the idea is to simulate radio stations, um, simulate an old school radio, while creating a in-game prop. And switch back to my uh, desktop here. Um, so I'm using a, uh, Adafruit, I'm using an Adafruit motor controller. This solved a problem that I, I had with the, uh, air core motor where it drops the coil voltage drops to zero near the coordinates mm -hmm. or one of the coils. And, uh, this motor controller from you guys actually had a, uh, analog in analog out, uh, or had, had the coil voltage separate from the pulse width modulation mm -hmm. or the coil direction, I guess you should say. Uh, that's all the big problem with that. And then everything's written in CircuitPython. 500 lines of code on the Pi Pico, which is handling all the ADC, the potentiometers. Mm -hmm. And then on the Pi Zero is I'm running Pi Game to do my audio, although I'm kind of curious if the audio yeah. mixer library will be fast enough to do this. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually recording the amount of the time since the radio started and creating a virtual live playback. Anytime you tune off a station and come back an hour later, it's oh, an wow. hour later on that station. Oh, that's fantastic. Wow. Uh, are the stations WAV files? Uh, they're all OGG files, which oh. was the fastest mm -hmm. response I was getting okay. with the uh, gamer. with the code on Pygame. Yeah. Uh, there's virtually no lag whatsoever, so you can yeah. skip around on this and literally get the little blips of audio as you, as you tune across. That's terrific. Really nice. Uh, real quick, someone had a question on one of the mm -hmm. chats about, is that a TFT? But no, that's an actual needle. Um, no, this, yeah, um, this is a full-on uh, analog motor, uh -huh. a little tiny dime-sized air core motor. Mm -hmm. uh, air core motors are two horizontally opposed um, coils around a magnet that's on a shaft. And you do the sine, cosine, uh, voltage to actually set the angle and you can set anywhere around 360 degrees motion looks great on it that you got too yep so there's no stepping i initially did try a micro stepper motor those just small cheap ones you get off amazon yeah. um and it just it looks like a second hand on a cheap yeah, watch yeah this is perfectly uh, very smooth in fact the only stepping i'm getting is that i'm having to do a little bit of smoothing of the potentiometer input mm -hmm. and you can kind of see a little bit of that uh, so there's a logarithmic potentiometer for volume, a uh, linear potentiometer for tuning, 
And then these four buttons on the front will allow you to do fast forwarding, rewind, play and pause that you couldn't do on, of course, a real uh, analog radio. Um, and then it's got a uh, speaker bonnet running these speakers. So they're only three watts, but that's more than enough for this type of uh, configuration. Well, excellent work. Really cool project. Uh, I'm blown away and, and uh, can't wait to see, see this. Uh, uh, the last cool part is this guy. Oh, this nice. is a mechanical ultrasonic remote control. Uh, ultrasonic, okay, yeah. Um, so I just, uh, you guys fixed a bug in CircuitPython recently that allowed me to do 80 kilohertz FFT sampling uh, with, with a PDM microphone, which is amazing. And now I'm working on trying to get this guy working. Fantastic, really cool. Thanks, please bring more more uh, stuff on as you, as you go. Love seeing it. Take care. Thank you. All right, we have just a few minutes before uh, it's gonna be time for Ask an Engineer. So we will speed round it with, I think we have two or three people. So let's bring on, uh, this is Paul Daly. Hello. Hey, how's it going? I have uh, I have for you a Majora's Mask uh, um, PCB. That so is cool. it's, yeah, it's got the uh, Majora's Mask from The Legend of Zelda. I'm wearing it on my shirt too. Um, and it's got, it's part of the, uh, teach me PCB class that, uh, advanced assembly was running. So it's Raspberry right. Pi Pico. It has two, uh, encoders. One's doing brightness and one can do volume here. And I kind of mapped them to be, uh, there. And what you're hearing on my phone, if I unlock it, um, <laughs> I run an emulator, uh, from my original N64 game here and, uh, I've got it. So... I can, uh, oops. well, there goes my phone. Wow, <laughs> this is going great. All right, speed round. But um, yeah, that's about what it is. You're, uh, you were saying you're adjusting volume on the game with the uh, PCB? Yeah, so I've got uh, a couple different settings I can do. I can do brightness on the phone, um, and I can do volume on the game. So, oh, yeah. yeah. And that's all over USB HID? Uh, yep, all USB HID. So. And it's also a keyboard, yeah? Is that what's at yes. the bottom? There's, yeah. there's there's key switches, and I have them set to control link on the screen right now. <laughs> so you can kind of see I'm running around. That is fantastic. That yeah. is the most specific macro pad I have ever seen. <laughs> yeah, well, I wish I had put a, uh, a joystick on it, but uh, sure, that's sure. Next version. Really cool. Thank yep. you so much. Yep, have a great day. All right. Uh, that was fantastic. Let's see. We have uh, Rich Sad. Where did you go? You disappeared. Oh, no. Uh, Liz, Blitz City DIY, are you here? Hello. Hello. Hey. Um, so I've been working on um, a guide that's going to be like a MIDI for makers. And so I'm going to have a couple of examples. Uh, so this is one of the examples that's going to show MIDI in. So it's a Cutie Pie RP2040 hooked up to a screen. And then when it, I play a MIDI note, it'll show the note that's message great. and note number. Um, just to show how you can read um, MIDI messages um, and then, you know, display them or use them for other projects. So just a quick little demo. That's really cool. Yeah, it's really helpful. And and uh, this is a UART or a USB uh, MIDI message you're reading here? Uh, this is USB. Um, so this controller is um, plugged into a... USB MIDI host I have running on a Raspberry Pi, and then the Cutie Pi is plugged in there so it can read the MIDI controller directly. Really cool. I think this is going to be a great guide and really helpful to a lot of people to. to thank uh, you. And thank you for sending me that link. I've been chugging away at the guide this week. So, hopefully oh, great. Up. Yeah. 
Very cool. Well, thank you so much, Liz. We'll see you next time. Thanks, All right. And I don't know if this is a person. I see something called mouse. Is that someone's camera? I see a, let's, let's find out. It's communicating, so I don't know who this is, but I appreciate it. It looks like they've got a little uh, uh, disking MIDI to CV controller and a URAC information going through. Uh, it says Mouse is bringing it in the house. It is. All right. Well, that's mysterious. I love it. Thank you, Mouse, for bringing that by and uh, for playing us out. And thanks, everyone else, for all of your terrific projects. Oh, Mouse, are you still there? Yeah, can you, can you hear me now? We hear you, yeah. Okay, I, I was trying to root the audio from the synth and, and I was using this mixer app. It's not working for the for StreamYard, so. I hear you now. I, yeah, I've showed this before, but I got a couple new modules. This envelope generator is uh, the first PCB I ever designed myself. Oh, and it worked with only one botch wire. And for people who saw your show yesterday, it has one of those minimal Arduinos with FTDI. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, a wave folder here. Nice. Uh, and. Uh, some of the stuff is coming from VCV, VCV rack on the PC because I don't have enough modules yet. Sure. So I'll come back another time and show more stuff. That's great. Really nice uh, work. Thanks, Mouse. Thanks for the song. Uh, if you want to play us out, I don't know if you can switch your audio, then then uh, people can groove as we head on out of show and tell. Uh, probably. I'm not going to try it. Thank you so much. And thanks, everyone, for stopping by for show and tell. Uh, sorry uh, for people who didn't make it. I think uh, maybe just Rich had to had to run before we could get to him. Uh, but please come back next time, next week. And now in one minute, it's going to be time for Ask an Engineer right here on your favorite uh, streaming service for Adafruit. Thanks all, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.